1: Download the
2: Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
0: The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of W.I.L.K.'s staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on W.I.L.K. good morning good morning how are you today
1: i am fabulous thank you and Uh, you and i am ducky and why is it ducky because it's raining again (laughs) there you go yucky poo poo Mm -hmm. that's (laughs) good i know so what is in your world what's been happening um hmm, a lot of stuff but um Today, which is actually isn't today, but Thursday morning, we had the Hospice of the Sacred Heart um, because it's November is National Hospice Month. So I didn't know that. Yes. Okay. So at the Radisson at seven thirty in the morning, Mm -hmm. I arrived at ten after seven. Wow. Yeah. How did that happen? Of course, I didn't have clothes on, but (laughs) Ugh, God. I could just I'm imagine. really I'm walking out of my house at se- little before 7 and I'm yeah. like why do people get up and get out of here so early? I don't dark. understand. It was it gloomy. Either. The, I... the 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 sun was coming up on the e- in the east but man oh man it's like wow. I, I mean it's it's kind of peaceful. And this has been a record for you. You've had a couple of these deals yes I know. All of weeks. last week and today. But anyway, so we were at the Radisson and they did a wonderful job and so it's really nice because what they do is have a panel there's breakfast and then a panel and the panelists were bill uh, mayor bill courtright who gave the proclamation to hospice of the sacred heart for national hospice month evie rafalco mcnulty did a prayer and a reflection of her um, experience with hospice and her with jim her -hmm. her husband and um, then we had bishop timlin who gave the opening prayer and then we had Doctor Bucci telling his story of his wife and the whole story of hospice and then Diane Baldy um as the CEO and it um, was really really a beautiful morning it was Julie Jordan was there doing her photography Dan Simrel sang and played the guitar during the blessing of the hands and then they have the blessing of the hands which is wonderful they do it twice a year where there's this you know this uh, oil that they bless and they you rub it into your hands because hands do so much in any profession but yeah. helping hands uh, with what they do the nurses and social workers and everyone involved with hospice and caring for patients so it was a beautiful morning morning and um very nicely done today so that was a good thing how many people were there about 85. good so yeah it was nice it was very nice was it open to the public or by invitation? no it's invitation and it's mostly just okay. the you know most to staff and um it's just a beautiful morning it really was very reflective so mm-hmm. nice And, of course, Evie was hysterical and poignant and sad and everything wrapped up in one speech, so it was great. But she's
0: hysterical. I was thinking that um, it was a year ago now that my uncle was at Hospice of the Sacred Heart, Mm -hmm. and um, I was thinking about that. It's been a year. I can't believe it's been a year because that's been a very fast year. But it it just reminded me of... Um, how wonderful, I mean, it sounds weird to say that, but how wonderful the experience was for him to be there. Mm -hmm. Because the care that he had uh, was just, to me, off the charts. I, I just could not believe the compassion Mm -hmm. and care of the people who were there and he was not the easiest person on the planet to be with Um, he was very cantankerous that's just who he was Mm -hmm. and uh, of course it was magnified by the frustration he felt in his not feeling good not feeling well at all and um, they had to stop dialysis because it just didn't make any sense to do it anymore so that was a very difficult death so to speak but um, they were just wonderful people. They were. They just kept asking, "Is there anything we can do? Do you want any of this? Do you want that?" And then Bishop Timlin would come in always yep. every day. He yes. stopped by just to say hello, and yeah. And and you talked about the hands, which is what reminded me, because he would always go over and hold his hand.
1: Ah, well, I have to tell you, he is like a walking saint. Anyway, Bishop Timlin, and he this this month the campaign for their advertising campaign for Hospice of the Sacred Heart done of course by Dan Simrel advertising is um, always we hold every moment sacred but they're focusing on volunteers for this month because without the volunteers as in any organization they just wouldn't exist and Bishop Timlin volunteers his time every single day at 5 p.m. he's over at the inpatient unit blessing the families and the patients and he is one of the people that you will see on billboards throughout this month they oh, photographed several different types of um, volunteers and it's absolutely it's beautiful there's a beautiful one up um, on the digital board above um, Bacardo Jewelers when you're coming down mm-hmm. from either Music Street or off the highway or Pittston Avenue and you're going across the bridge into town on Spruce Street it's right there and it's it's beautiful it's all lit up it's it's just beautiful so thanks to all those volunteers out there because it makes a big difference uh people who go there and cook every day Lynn and and feed all the families and making it feel like a little piece of home when you're dealing mm-hmm. with your your I say it's the most vulnerable time of you know your life and there you yeah, are Yeah, it is yeah right and everything comes out but so it was a beautiful morning and um that was good it was a good one and uh also i'd like to say a big speaking of baldy um uh, carolyn baldy catalano's birthday was november 1st so we have to give a big oh the owner of you know our favorite man source and it was her birthday so we have to give a big birthday hello and wish to carolyn baldy catalano so happy birthday carolyn our dear friend and her little baby girl what's her name do you remember yeah olivia olivia (laughs) She's just she's adorable. (laughs) She makes that face like this with the Mm -hmm. scowl on her feet She's adorable. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So that was today, Lynn. Okay. Another early (laughs) morn. Two Thursdays in a row. (laughs) Uh, And Friday. And tomorrow I have to be out early too because it's the state of the city. Tomorrow, Mm -hmm. being at the chamber of commerce. um so
0: yeah with chamber they're doing it better you than me thank you yeah i know (laughs) trust me (laughs) well patrick and i went on saturday night to the settler's inn and we were there for what i discovered was something like a 30-year tradition yeah i called the storytelling dinner and uh, the place was packed uh there were a couple empty seats but i don't know why but there had to be at least 100 people there and this was in the the basement Uh, they call it the overcroft room i think or something like that undercroft i don't know whatever (laughs) it's probably wrong but the idea is that it was in the same room where we were married And so people were sitting with people you didn't know. I mean, it was one of those family style servings. So we were at a table, I think there were eight, and everybody was asking everybody, how did they know anything about the Settlers Inn? And I said, well, we were there because we were married there in this very room and blah, blah, blah. So it was a very interesting dinner. It was probably eight courses and um, you had a selection of your main entree, but everything else was served at the table. And after this was all said and done, which was about 8.30, maybe <clears throat> 9 o'clock-ish, a guy named Sandy, and I don't remember what his last name was, got to the microphone with a little dais in front of him, a lectern or something. And he had... Um, written stories, uh, type stories that he was reading. And he was really very, very good at this. And he just would read a series of scary stories. And it was amazing that nobody had a phone, an iPad, anything. It was all in your head that you were listening to the story and recreating all of this just by listening to what he had to say. Some of them were very scary. Some of them were pretty gory, which I didn't particularly care for but others kind of left it hanging you know things that were never resolved by the end of it and it, we just went on we left i think it was about uh maybe 9:30 ish because i knew that patrick had had enough um it, he couldn't he was having a hard time following all yeah, of it yeah, yeah, yeah. so we left about 9:30, and it was still going strong and uh, it was just really a great experience it was something different to do for halloween that I never knew about, and I thought this was the first time they were doing it. And Jeannie Genslinger, who's... One of the owners of Settlers Inn came in when we were close to dessert, and I said to her, is this the first time you're doing this? Oh, no, we've been doing this for 30-some years. Oh, my God. How did you not know about it? I don't, that's what I'm saying. How did I like, not know? Like but, but I was on their mailing list, and I would get these things about what's happening at the Settlers Inn, and they now own Silver Birches, which used to be um air <coughs> so they they have that place and all of the facilities around it and they own several other properties um, there's one in in bethlehem and a bunch of other places but when you're on the mailing list then you keep getting all these little things about what's going on at settlers Inn. they have wine tasting dinners they have uh, something for veterans they they just have a whole That's bunch neat. of dinners and i just saw that and i said hey I never saw this before and so i called at the time which was about three weeks before that and i figured man i know this place and if you don't get in quick you get anywhere close to the time sorry Forget we're sold it. out yeah. so i called and i i made the reservations and um i didn't know what i was going to expect but i just went and said let's just do it and it was fun oh well, that's it good. was a lot of fun yay and we met some great people at our table some people that, that you didn't know no i didn't know six people we didn't know so it was a lot of fun and i would recommend it to anybody who would like was looking for something a little different to do for halloween weekend so that's where we were
1: yeah and anything else over the weekend are you one thing i can be happy about the cubbies won yes they now i have no interest in the cubs ordinarily um because but because well no now that yeah that was the kind of neat that Mm -hmm. connection to him Mm -hmm. our local like hazeltonian yeah um but I wanted them to win over the other team because I have, you know, no interest at all in the other team. So I was very yeah. happy that so was I. they won. Now, I stayed up as late as I could. It yes. was the top of the ninth, and I could not stay up because it was high then. And I thought, oh, God, this could go on. So I yes. went to sleep because well, I had to get up early, as I just said. So We did
0: the same thing. We And both then as it soon it as I got
1: up, though, at 530, I'm, I... <laughs> Went to my phone and and it said they. Went, I'm like yes, yes. yeah. I, did the I heard same they thing. hit a home. Somebody hit a home run or something. because well, I don't because know what it even ended. It at. ended what up was at it? eight
0: seven or I mean nine eight nine eight. No, no seven. Not, I'll get this right. It was six tied, six. It, it was six six all. Yes, it was eight. so eight to six. Yeah, I yeah, think okay. so. All right. We should follow that, but anyway. But that was terrific. <laughs> I was so happy when I woke up this morning, same thing, and saw uh-huh. that they won. Yay! Yeah. So that I was a that good was thing. great. Yes, very good. Mm-hmm. And um,
1: also coming up on the twelfth of November is the wonderful Broadway Theater Gala, honoring mm-hmm. our wonderful friends at Toyota of Scranton, Greg and Megan Gagoric. So mm-hmm. tickets are still available for that. And you can call Broadway Theater, 342-7784, if you'd like to come and honor and have a little bit of fun. It's going to be a great night. You know who's playing is Paul LaBelle, mm-hmm. Dinner mm-hmm. by Constantinos. Mm-hmm. And, of course, yours truly will be on the red carpet interviewing oh, wow. everybody as they come through the door, <laughs> as I did last
0: year. And are going to talk um, about what they wore? I'm going to talk about everything, yes. Well, most. we say that Laurie Cadden was in a was uh, in a yeah. mm-hmm. show. <laughs> yep <laughs> okay yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so anyway that's happening and it's going
1: to be fun so and where is it to that that's at the scranton cultural okay. center okay
0: okay on november 12th and then the following weekend is uh um, is broadway R- is yeah, rent rent mm-hmm. yeah yep i'm really looking forward yeah to that. i love rent i have I love that seen show. it and i love it, see it.
1: You d- you've never seen never it it's oh, great it it's Mm -mm. the 20th anniversary too yeah good those tickets are out and available too if anyone wants to call you can call the box office at the cultural center three four four one 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 right off the top of my that was pretty good that's easy though yeah Uh so um yeah lots of good stuff is going on lynn you know it's
0: all a good thing all right well we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back you're listening to the laurie lynn show here's laurie and lynn
1: Good morning, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show. I'm Laurie Cadden and the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a... (laughs) Which is a... (laughs) Available on Amazon. fun. I don't know what I was going to say. A three. I have no idea what I was just going because to say. Because you're tired. All right? No, so I'm just... looking at something at the same well, time. And okay. It threw me off. It's a beautiful necklace. So I was. So I'm. And I'm the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising,
0: PR, and special event business. At least that's three. And that's good. Yeah. And my name is Lynn Evans. I'm the president and CEO of Northeastern Financial Consultants. We're a fee-only financial planning firm in Clark Summit. And I'm also the author of a book called Power of the Purse Fear Free Finances for Baby Boomer Women. Available on Amazon.com. And I'm also the host of a podcast. There you go Power of the Purse we, we can't go. keep getting these longer links. I know. Really. I just think there's probably other things I should add, but it's yeah. all right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good enough. Shouldn't we all? Yeah, I know. Well, so. I, I thought that I would like to talk this morning about something that's important to all of us because of the timing of it. And this is um, an article that was, I think it was in, uh, I want to say LearnVest, because a good spot that I usually (laughs) start with. Um, This could have been actually out of um, Huffington Post, I'm not sure where, but anyway, it's called Clinton versus Trump, how the next president could impact your money. So. I know that the Scranton Times has been doing a good series on. Uh, they take an issue and then they they talk about what each candidate feels about that, or at least professes to feel about it, and then they talk about why is that important. So they've been doing this every day, and it's been it's been a great series. This is kind of the same, only it has a specific bent which is to say that you have to understand if these either of these two get into office, it's not if, it's which one, we don't know, but whoever it is, um, how will that affect your personal finances? So we'll talk first of all about taxes. And the Trump camp says they want to simplify the math and cut taxes across the board by streamlining a number of personal income tax brackets from mm-hmm. the current seven to three. That's going to be a heroic task if they try to do that. Um, They chopped that up to seven for a reason because they felt that most people fall in these different categories. And it's kind of crazy because if you move a little over a dollar into the next category, all of it gets whacked at that higher amount. So what he is suggesting is this is for married couples filing jointly. The brackets would be three. 12% 12% for those earning less than 75,000, 25% for those earning more than 75 but less than 225,000. That's really where there's a huge gap. It currently, there are two or three brackets in there. He's just saying 25, and 33% for those earning more than 225,000 dollars. The income thresholds for single filers would be exactly half. That's not true today. Uh, he also wants to raise the standard deduction for single filers and married taxpayers filing jointly to a whopping 15,000 and 30,000 respectively. By comparison, the 2016 standard deductions are 6300 and 12,600. That's a huge jump. And personal exemptions would be eliminated altogether as would be head of the household filing status. Hillary says to close the tax loopholes for the wealthiest Americans so that they don't pay a lower tax rate than the middle class, this is what she wants to do. She wants to implement what's called, has become known as, the Buffett Rule for our friend, the... Um, Warren. Warren Buffett, the uh, Oracle from Omaha—that's what they you call. Sure, him. it's
1: not Jimmy Buffett. No, I'm sure, <laughs> sure it's not. No,
0: <laughs> I'm teasing. Uh, I think that's Could a be, good maybe. point, though. Go ahead. Um, he it calls for individuals or households earning more than a million dollars annually to be subject to at least a thirty percent tax rate. It would also impose a 4% fair share surcharge on those earning more than $5 million and cap the savings on itemized deductions to 28% of the value, a move that would affect mostly those in higher tax brackets. To encourage long-term investing... Clinton would change the schedule on capital gains tax rates so anything held for less than two years would be taxed at 39.6% with a sliding decrease to 20% for investments held more than six years. So how does this affect you and me? The Clinton plan doesn't actually change much for the average middle class taxpayer. Even the changes in the capital gains schedule won't likely affect the middle class much. Since that high rate applies to the highest bracket of taxpayers, and that's not really the situation the middle class would be in. Trump's proposal, on the other hand, could cut taxes significantly for both the middle class and the wealthy with the potential exemption of middle class families with children. Why? Because the elimination of the personal exemption... Even though Trump is proposing a deduction for child care expenses, this deduction and other hosts of child care benefits in the Trump plan may end up smaller for some families than the personal exemption. Jobs and wages. What Trump wants. He's moved the goalpost on minimum wage at times saying he believes states should set it, at at other times times, saying it should be raised to $10 Mm -hmm. an hour. Trump has tried to keep focus on tax cuts for spurring job creation and higher wages, and he wants to negotiate tougher trade deals. He has yet to announce details on how and whether he would narrow the gender wage gap. That's important. Mm-hmm. What Clinton wants to increase the federal minimum wage to $15 an hour. She has vowed to make major investments in infrastructure, manufacturing, research, and technology, clean energy, and small business in, in her first 100 days as president. Clinton has made equal pay a major platform. She wants to, pay, to pass the Paycheck Fairness Act and promote pay transparency as well as restore collective bargaining rights for unions. How this could affect you? Although many people might assume a minimum wage hike would only help workers in lower paying industries like food services, it could positively impact pay for secondary earners in middle-income households, such as younger workers or stay-at-home parents who work part-time. He does, however, point out the higher you raise the minimum wage, the more risk you run that there will be some jobs that are eliminated. Trump, meanwhile, has stated that his economic policies would lead to explosive job growth and grow the GDP more than 4%, a claim that some critics give little weight to. I don't know a single serious economist who believes we're going to get to 4% growth. Uh. If you slam imports, you kill off exports and start a trade war. Exports create a lot of jobs that are usually better paying than the jobs you lose from imports. So bashing trade is a loser from from a wage point of view. Health care. What Trump wants, an immediate repeal of the Affordable Care Act to be replaced with health savings accounts. What Clinton wants to enhance the Affordable uh, Affordable Care Act by expanding access even to immigrants, making enrollment easier and further lowering consumers' out-of-pocket expenses, including, this is a big one, curbing prescription drug costs. She proposes a refundable tax credit of up to $5,000 for families with private insurance who have costs exceeding 5% of household income and increased tax credits for marketplace plans so enrollees pay no more than 8.5% of their household income on premiums. How could this affect you if you're one of the 20 million people covered by Obamacare? The most obvious impact would be if Trump wins and gets a repeal, this would mean you'd lose medical coverage. And that means, of course, higher health care costs, particularly if you have a pre-existing condition, as one of the ACA provisions that consumers could not, was that consumers could not be denied coverage because of their prior medical history. As far as the tax deduction for premium goes... They believe that the benefit would largely work towards the advantage of higher-income taxpayers. Obamacare subsidies are designed to provide the greatest assistance to people with less money to buy health insurance. And the Republican approach, as articulated by Trump, I don't know that he's articulated it that well, (laughs) is to give the greatest health coverage to people who have the highest income, most of whom have coverage and aren't in need of further benefits. And then student loans. This is a big one. What Trump wants. He has said that before the government shouldn't profit off the student loan business, but he's short on details. Trump says he'll work with Congress on reforms to ensure universities are making a good faith effort to reduce the cost of college and student debt in exchange for federal tax breaks and tax dollars. He does not endorse any form of free tuition. Uh, Well, Clinton wants. Once in office, she promises to sign an executive order for the three-month moratorium on student loan payments to all federal borrowers to give them a chance to consolidate their loans, sign up for income-based repayment programs, and refinance debt at current rates. Clinton also wants to make enrolling in income-based repayment plans easier. She proposes free tuition for in-state four-year public colleges and universities to every student from a family making $85,000 or less. By 2021, that income threshold would rise to families making up to Mm $125,000. She also wants free tuition at all community colleges. How could this affect you? The U.S. Department of Education estimated earlier this year that 43% of roughly 22 million Americans with federal student loans were either behind on their payments or had postponed them because of financial hardship. If you're one of them, then Clinton's proposal should help provide some immediate cost relief. And then it goes on some other ones. So child-dependent care. And well, in, New- in California,
1: tuition is free. There, well, even I don't know if you how go, what the regulation or the stipulations
0: are, but they're, it's free there. If you're a resident, you have yeah, to be there for a certain number. I of think months. A but year. It's not that onerous. I mean, you could go and. And I don't know what you know. it is, but I don't. But I the mean, point, uh, the thing is, not only that, if you're below the Mason Dixon line, below Ver- Pennsylvania, Virginia, down south, the, the the difference in the cost of education is outrageous. We pay so much north in Pennsylvania and above, and it's the same piece of paper. You still get a college degree. But if you go to the University of Virginia and anything in Florida, all of those colleges, it's amazing the difference that you pay in in tuition. There doesn't seem to be any rationale for it because, and, and then you said, California. Stay there long enough; he can go for free. Certain schools, I don't know what these. Yeah.
1: Like I said, I don't know what these the state parameters. Schools, are I'm sure there, they're
0: state schools, but that's that is the point. There's a huge inequity here for people to get degrees, and really, just getting a college degree is almost the same today as having a high school diploma. It's almost a necessity if you want to go into other things. So there's got to be something that's done. I I can't tell you how many times I have had calls from people who are in professional positions and they're in their 30s and they're telling me, can you give me any help with student debt? I got two hundred, three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars 400000 of debt and there's really not a whole lot I can do. I How mean, do I, you have $400,000 Because in of, debt? of it's, um, postgraduate school? Right. Or, okay. And if you're, if you're a professional, if you're in, in medicine well, you have true. to keep that's going so right. i'm just thinking it's four years you're not
1: four hundred thousand no but, but okay it's hundred thousand right. if you so, add you know, you,
0: well it's yeah not more but and then you add into that um the costs of uh being in school you know it, it, whatever you're talking about your books your medical supplies all that stuff it's a lot more than that yeah So something has to be done because these are the people, we've talked about this before, this is the next generation of consumers. I know. I know. If they can't buy homes, they can't buy cars, they can't do that. The economy is going to go in the toilet.
1: I know. All right. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening this morning to the Laurie and Lynn Show. We'll be right back.
0: Here's Laurie and Lynn.
1: Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to The Laurie and Lynn Show. I am Laurie Cadden, and I'm the owner of Laurie Cadden
0: Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And my name is Lynn Evans. I'm the president and CEO of Northeastern Financial Consultants. We're a fee-only financial planning firm in Clark Summit. I'm also the author of a book called Power of the Purse, Fear-Free Finances for Baby Boomer Women available on amazon.com and i'm also the host of a podcast power of the purse.com and joining us today is the lovely nisha aurora
1: who is the the Um, general 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 counsel i want to make sure i was saying it right for era one source realty nisha's in today um representing era who has 12 i'm sorry no they don't (laughs) Please no more. We have ten in ten <laughs> we counties. We have live. seven offices oh. and and about a hundred. Agents working for the good ERA, One Source Realty. Nisha, it's wonderful to have you back. Thank you. So what's happening in the world of real estate? Oh, tons. We're busy. It's nice to yay. see you guys. It's I, nice I, to see you.
2: I haven't seen you. I, I had a birthday. That yay. Was yeah. Yay. yeah. And probably everyone listening saw it on Facebook because uh, my mom posted everything on Facebook. <laughs> <Yes>. That's okay. <laughs> she mm-hmm. did. She did. Yep. hmm and um, the offices have been busy. The fall has been a surprisingly busy selling season. Good. And we have some new agents who just recently joined ERA um, and they are recently passed their tests and decided that they wanted to pursue a career in real estate, so we're really happy to have them. And I wanna give them all a warm welcome. I don't think any of them listen to my radio show, to our <laughs> radio show, but just in case they're listening, welcome aboard, guys. And we have been busy doing a ton of trainings with our agents this month. So we started a new program called Workshop Wednesdays and uh, we did a two-hour training session at each office. Through. I spread them out throughout the offices, so the agents who wouldn't necessarily go to a different office would get to see you know, what it looks like. If they wanted to meet clients there, they'd get familiar with it. That's a good idea. Yeah, so we did um, trainings and negotiation skills, social media, um, our new online CRM program that we have in-house, and a lot of technology stuff, which was mm-hmm. pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty fun. And we had a lot of heated election debates also. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure. Because it's our favorite time of year in Lackawanna County, isn't it? Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. Election season. Um, but actually it's pretty interesting because the election, the presidential election and local elections actually do affect housing sales. Obviously because There's a bit of people
1: are moving to Canada
2: if (laughs) someone wins. I thought we were going to Mexico. (laughs) Mexico, Oh, that too. Canada. The weather's better.
0: The weather's better in Mexico. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. No, really. How does that affect? How does the election affect buying or selling?
2: Well, a lot of people, I think. Normally, are hesitant to make big purchases during an election season oh, yeah. because it's you, you. don't know who's going to be leading the country and where it goes. And what the one thing that is certain is that interest rates are going to go up no matter right who matter comes who's into there. office. Yeah, if we have a Republican, or a Democrat. Either way, interest rates are going to go up because they've been at historic lows for probably at two least years, more, than, oh, two more years than two years. Now. years yeah, um, mm-hmm. and so there's no way that they're going to stay this low. Mm-hmm. So a lot of buyers who necessarily this year, who would have waited until after the election are actually going forward and getting that pre-approval and maybe looking into their mortgage commitment. And also a lot of sellers who would have been expecting fewer buyers to be coming around and looking at their houses are surprised because it's actually serious buyers coming and looking around because they want to get their transaction done before- the world ends one way or another. Because <laughs> literally if That's I hear Pat me
1: ad on the radio uh-huh.
2: again. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. We're not talking about Pat Toomey on this radio station. We're, We're, talking. We're, We're talking, talking about Katie, Katie McGinty. <laughs> She's going to win. Lori, if I hear That's either it. one of their ads on the radio. I know, it's, it's crazy, but I don't care. Horrible. That's what you do. We're still voting for Katie McGinty, it's aren't horrible. we? Yes. Yep, 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 mm. yep. The year was 2005. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Jesus God. This is what happens in the nasty world of, I know, politics. Well, they. The said, I read an
2: article that said um, women are reporting much higher levels of anxiety Based upon the election this year. Gee, I can't imagine Mm why. (laughs)
1: Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. It's actually truly, I've never seen
0: it be so crazy. Neither have I.
1: Neither have I. I, mm-hmm. I just, really, I just find it
0: to be, it's just, it's abhorrent to me mm-hmm. that we watch all this crap on television, and it goes on and on and on. I just. What I don't stop. understand is how
1: political ads are allowed to be put on when most of them are lies. Yes. So Isn't that false advertising, yes. so to speak, or doesn't it consider to be advertising because you're not selling? It's free a speech. product. It's, it's free. Ridiculous. Speech. It is, it's ridiculous. It is wrong. It's I don't so know. That,
2: it, has there ever been a, well, I should know a lawsuit I'm a, against yeah. it? I don't I know, know. I'm not really good at civil rights law and First Amendment stuff, but I wonder if post-results there's ever been a lawsuit claiming that the results were based upon basically a, f- a fraudulent representation to the public.
1: And they all take little sound bites, too. And then oh, they don't finish the thought. And it's so out of what they're actually saying. Yep. And it drives yep. me crazy because mm-hmm. the one, that the NRA did that one with Hillary after the second debate where she talked about the Second Amendment mm-hmm. stuff. And she clearly was stating what she meant about the Supreme Court judges. Mm-hmm. And they still, right after the debate, they still put it in there because because of what she said. And it was not how she put it. So it's it's it just dry. And then did you see the recent NRA one with that guy? That that guy, It's horrible.
2: Oh, I it like just, the one with the girl where she's um, in the house oh, alone.
0: And they, oh yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah yeah. And They said Hillary's gonna take away her gun.
2: Yeah. No yes. president in the, the, since the right to bear arms was awarded has affected the, anyone's right and to bear and arms. she
1: claimed, clearly states, that's not what she's talking about. So it's just ridiculous. But then again, it's the NRA, so what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> Ever since anyway. Charlton Heston was on in his crap, that's is this all. a liberal radio show? Yeah, it's the liberal radio show. As can possibly be, and I'm proud of it, Lynn. Uh, true or not?
0: Oh, you are. Oh, yes. God,
1: I, it oozes from my pores. Sometimes I hear my children, and I think, where did they ever get that liberal? Where? <laughs> and then I think, oh, hold on. Yes. Hello. Get the mirror. <laughs>
2: right. You know, I think actually my dad is more liberal than my mom. I think my mom's really? my mom's views tend towards the. Conservative, liberal, but my dad is all about like legalized marijuana.
1: <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> now that women's
2: right to, to choose, yeah, freedom of speech, there all you that. Go, baby. And yeah, there for is. him, as an immigrant, to be yeah. that liberal, I think is pretty not not funny, but it is kind it's of funny cool. because he grew up in such a conservative environment, mm-hmm. and he came to America and he was like, "If you want to smoke pot, you should be able to smoke pot." <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> what Don't harm tell are you Liam doing that Oh, it no. My mother used to say, "Do you know if is he on pot? Is he on the pot? The pot? The pot? The pot. <laughs> <laughs> is
2: he on the pot?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. I went to dinner <laughs> with my parents and their friends at um, the Exhale Hookah Bar in Scranton. Oh, really? On um, Friday, yeah. I, I stopped didn't even know by. that thing was still going on. Uh-huh. I f- had to stop by Marty Flynn's party for Marty first. Marty in, for on Bernie Ave, I went there, and then uh, everyone said, "Where are you going after?" And I said, "Oh, I have to go to this very important dinner because my mom is going to be at a hookah bar, and if I if I can't miss the opportunity to see my mom smoking a hookah,
1: <laughs> oh my God!" And all of her friends, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, it's your inhaler. Like I it's know a, what it is, but I don't pipe. know what it. I know, but well, I just don't get let's it. Let's have a dinner there then. No, <laughs> <Right>.
2: absolutely not. <laughs> the food was delicious. Well, that's <laughs> well, okay, but you don't have to have that. Is the had a
0: hookah first? No, the food was,
2: it was really good. <laughs> it's flavored tobacco. I'm not talking about the election trends in the housing market at all no, anymore. No, no you're, you're not. not. We're <laughs> way off. We're <laughs> way off. But this is more fun.
1: It is. See, um, everyone's tired of the election. It? Won't your mother love it? Mm. What'd you talk about? Well, we talked about you smoke a <laughs> pot. <and laughs> no, I'll... there's no pot in the hookah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, i kidding. Not not a please, not a please. hookah, no. No, not...
2: there's no pot yes. in the hookah. Um, it's like a water pipe,
1: you know. Uh, I know what they are. I know, I know. I'm just mean, I don't understand oh. the purpose of it. Oh, I was it's, um, kidding really.
2: Well, in my experience in the Middle East and like Arab countries, they are masters of just chilling. Oh, So, so they're not like Americans where they have to be doing something constant, all the time. Yes. Well, we're crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's, you know, like the afternoon you go smoke, smoke some hookah and you play a little backgammon, maybe play some cards or dominoes or something, have a coffee and then you go back to work.
1: God. It's like the siesta in the, you yeah. know, in the Mexico. Mexican, Mexico, yeah. take that little break. And what do they do in Canada? What are, I don't what's know. better? The siesta? I don't think they, Canada, I think they go, go, go. Don't they like yeah. us? I think
0: in Canada, they drink maple
1: syrup. That's maybe. Mm. I think they drink beer in Canada. Mm. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I think they're like the bread. Beer with
0: maple syrup mm-hmm. in it. Mm. No, yeah. I don't like beer. <laughs> Well, was there anything of value that you did want to say? Oh, share? yeah. Sorry. What? I
2: got a little sidetracked there by my le- recent escapade. That's okay. Escapades. It was fun. Um, so <laughs> uh, anyway, it's a great time for buyers. That's my point of this whole thing. Yes. Um, because of the general hesitancy in the market, sellers aren't getting as many offers, and so that makes them more flexible. So if you are looking to buy a house, I would say with the interest rates being where they are and the fact that they're definitely going up, now's the time to do it. Go out, look, find one that you like invest in your own little part of the world have mm-hmm. your little home yeah. and just just do it now despite everyone's kind of freaking out over who's going to take the oval
0: in january well, it's still about, a good idea to buy a house how about the the flip side of that there's uh, there are a lot of properties that are out there that you know when i look at what's in the paper every week yeah. and see all these great properties that you say oh they're nice that's nice this is nice so that's that's as a buyer yes but if i'm most people would have to sell their homes to buy one to buy one mm-hmm. so how do you bridge that how do you make that work well there's also a shortage of rentals in our area yeah so if
2: that's something that you're you would consider or a buyer prospective buyer would consider you can rent your house probably in less than a month there will be an adequate tenant to come take it because people who went through foreclosures are now their credit's now getting so they can't better you can't buy Yep.
0: Ah, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. Yeah. That's a good point. Mm-hmm.
2: So, I mean, Lackawanna County was spared a lot of foreclosures thanks to Judge Nealon's mandatory mediation program. But Monroe County, Luzerne County, oh, they didn't have huge. the benefit well, of Well, there are a lot of second homes there, too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we actually didn't have nearly as many foreclosures. Now, there are around a second. Well, there's around going through. They come in waves, kind of, because mm-hmm. I think the banks file all their paperwork. Um, at the s- at, one, at time. one time. Yeah. yeah. So if one lender owns, you know, 20 mortgages, they're gonna send a lawyer to come do everything at once.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think another thing to, to realize with banks is that banks don't wanna own the real estate. Oh, then that's so real estate business. So talk to them if you're ha- You know, there, you never yes. know what could happen. Modification, many things before you have to go to that end. They'd really rather not have it. And mm-hmm. if don't. you
2: are there and you're upside down and you need to get out, Get a realtor who is experienced in short sales, mm-hmm. preferably one who works at ERA One yes. Realty. Uh, but and have it work that way. Yeah, people talk don't to them.
1: understand that, you know. Indeed, in lieu of foreclosure, foreclosure and, you know, all that stuff.
2: There's a lot stuff. of stuff you can do. Right. So ask right. the questions. Do some research, ask the questions, and someone will be able to help you. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And Nisha, if anyone wants to get in touch with you, or how can they get in touch with one of those wonderful ERA agents? So they um, can visit
2: our website, www.era1.com. And, uh, or they could call one of our offices. Well, all the office numbers are on the website, but our Clark Summit office is the easiest number that I, for Easy me to remember. 570 And they could uh, ask for me or Sunita, and we can direct your call to someone who can help you. There you go. Thank you,
1: Nisha. Thanks, guys. Lynn, mm. it's been real. It's been swell. I will see you next week. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. See you soon. Have a good weekend. Be safe and be nice. Bye-bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.